was the bottom of the ninth, with McGuire up at bat. Feeling so at home in my giant ace cap. I was eight years old, wearing gold and green. From my head to my toes, rap game Billy Bean. She was my first kiss, but I don't think it counts. On the kindergarten trip to the Oakland Firehouse. Sitting in the stands with her family. With the baseball glove her dad handed me. As the season unfolded, we held our breath. Watching Ricky Henderson, the quickest runner in the West. Hello, and welcome to the podcast Jokestrap with Wes Hoffman. Here, Wes will discuss two of his favorite things, which are sports and stand-up comedy. Hence the name Jokestrap. If you like this episode, please subscribe to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, or iTunes, or wherever podcasts are available. With that being said, please enjoy this episode of Jokestrap. What is up, everybody? This is episode number 95. This is Wes Hoffman. Jokestrap recording date is June 26, 2021. Uh, so like I said, episode 95. So just a few more episodes to get. Till I get to episode 100 and then I can finally quit. <laughs> Maybe. Just kidding. Maybe I'm kidding. I don't know. Um, we'll see. Anyway, um, thank you very much for listening. Um, I haven't recorded in a few weeks and there's a few reasons for that. One of them being that I went on a mini vacation last week uh, with my family. Took some days off work. Three days to be exact. And Went to Windsor, California. So it's only a couple hours away from where I am. And uh, it's a timeshare my parents have. So we've been there a few times. We know what we like. But I hadn't been there in about three years. So it was good to be back. And uh, it's strange because I ended up getting sick right when it was time to start the vacation. (laughs) Uh, Fucking A. You know, I hadn't been sick during the whole COVID thing. thought I was going to be in the clear. Uh, I was like, all right, I survived, you know, the whole COVID scare and all that. Anyway, I start feeling like really sick, like on June 15th, uh, June 14th, I had a little sore throat. June 15th, I start feeling even worse. So I was like, well, I'm going to go get a COVID test. So just to be sure, I don't want to go on a trip with my family and, you know, find out I had a COVID, even though I've been vaccinated. So I didn't really think I had it, but want to be sure. So I set up a one of those drive through appointments at CVS, and uh, that was quite the experience. I uh, go to this drive through set up the appointment online and everything, thought it was okay to go. I get in line for the drive through and man, that takes forever. People just don't know how to stick something up their nose. Um, it's not that, it, it was, I, I didn't find it that difficult, you know, just 10, 15 seconds on each side, stick that shit up your nose swab it around a few times, put it back in this thing, and then drop it off. It should it should be fairly quick. I mean, yeah, grant, <clears throat> granted you're not going to know how it feels, but it should be fairly quick. Anyway, um, it was fairly quick for me. Anyway, um, that's what she said. <laughs> so funny. Um, anyway, I don't know what that was. Um... So anyway, I got sick, um, and I took the COVID test. It came back negative. It was surprisingly a quick turnaround. I got the results uh, the morning of the 16th before I even hit the road to Windsor, so that was nice because it would have sucked to have arrived in Windsor and then get the result and said, oh, you've tested positive, and I would have been like, fuck, and I would have to turn around, go all the way home. But 
So on the 16th, I was feeling pretty crappy when we did get to Windsor. Uh, took my sister. She rode along with me as we went to meet up with my parents who had arrived in Windsor earlier in the week. And uh, it kind of sucked. Uh, on Wednesday, I was feeling really shitty. Uh, part of me wanted to just, like, leave. But I'd been looking forward to the trip for so long that part of me was like, no, I want to kind of stick it out and everything. So anyway, I did. I stayed the uh, <clears throat> the trip. <clears throat> Still kind of getting over the end of this cold, but not nearly as bad as it was um, last week. But, uh, yeah, so um, I stuck it out. Uh, we did a lot of wine tasting. That's, you know, it's, uh, it's in the Santa Rosa, Sonoma area. So wine is where it's at up there pretty much. And uh, we did a lot of that. Um, I can't say much in regards to like what was my favorite wine or anything, because a big part of the wine tasting experiments experience is to um, smell and sniff the wine and, you know, taste it and stuff like that. So my, my smell was really off because my nose was all stepped up. So I couldn't really smell anything. So I couldn't really tell you what my favorite wine was on the trip. Um, there were some nice wineries like Williamson wines um, in Hillsburg is really nice. Uh, they give you like little food pairings to go with the wines. So that was kind of cool. Um, we had a pretty cool like fish taco thing for one of the wines. And I was like, man, I wish we had a bigger taco. But it's just like a really small appetizer thing. It's called tapas or whatever they, they refer to them at. So um, the winery was really nice, though, Williamson Wines. There was also J.P. Ricard's in, um, I, I forget what city it's in, but it's not far from Windsor. Uh, that was also a nice winery, although we had to sit outdoors in the 90-plus degree heat. And drinking wine in hot weather is is not the most enjoyable at least for me um, wine isn't really a hot weather type drink for me i'd rather be in a more cooler environment you know matthew's winery is asking you have beer <laughs> anyway but we did go to russian river brewing on friday they have a, a newer location in windsor we had been there before but it, again it had been a while um and uh, so they were fully all open again and it's, it's just it's kind of a weird feeling to go to these businesses um any of them really and just like all right fully open they had a sign on the door like saying hey if you're fully vaccinated you don't need to wear a mask and if you are if you aren't vaccinated we ask that you wear your mask and then everybody inside the fucking restaurant wasn't wearing a mask so it's like can you find the liar can you um, there was some of the servers still wearing the masks, but some of them weren't. So that was like the only the only people I saw wearing the masks were the employees there. Anyway, there was a little bit of a wait for a table at Russian River, and they were like, "Okay, you could go outside in the in the beer garden area, get a drink there, and then we'll text you when your tables are ready." So we did that, and then uh, they. Uh, for the menu, instead of an actual menu, they do this QR code thing. And uh, so if you're not, you know, tech savvy, these QR code menu things can be a pain in the butt. I understand that. Um, but anyway, uh, other than that, it was pretty much as as it was prior. Um, food was good. Uh, everyone had fish and chips except for me. I had a grilled chicken sandwich that was pretty tasty. Um, 
had a couple beers. Plenty of the Elder, of course, you got to get it, regardless of, you know, if you find it at a store or otherwise. If you're at Russian River Brewery, you got to get Plenty of the Elder. It's like a ritual, um, unless, of course, Plenty of the Younger's on tap and you can get that. I have still not managed to get that, though, whenever it's released. It's usually only released a couple weeks out of the year, and I can never, never get it. Maybe, maybe next year. We'll see. They had a limited run this the last round, um, and they did it online only, and I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't grab any, unfortunately. So, um, yeah, I did that. Uh, you know, spent some time with the family, just in the timeshare. We played some games, categories, dominoes, stuff like that. So that was nice. Got to go in the pool a few times there. Um, it's funny. I went in the pool like two or three times there during the trip, and I still haven't even gone in the pool at my apartment complex that I've been at for almost two years now. So it's kind of weird how that works, right? It's like, oh, I'm on vacation. I'm going to use the pool. And then when I'm at the apartment, I'm like, fuck that. I ain't using the pool. Gross. Anyway, um, it was uh, 106 degrees in Hillsburg on thursday where we spent some of our time on thursday and it ended up being hotter than it was in sacramento where it was 102 so i didn't really escape the heat at all on this mini vacation either and uh i'm sure those of you that have ever been sick before which is probably all of you um when you're sick and it's hot it makes it worse i don't know why but you feel even hotter than it actually is i think because you can't kind of breathe already and then that heat so you're like where's the ac i need the ac in my face right now so there were moments during the trip where i was just like it is so fucking hot i cannot i cannot operate like this but grinded it through made it through the trip had a nice thai restaurant in windsor called tommy thai good food uh, i'm basic i just had the pad thai but it was still delicious one of the better pad thais i've had um had some gelato at this place called Craven Candy or something. Had an interesting experience at an Italian restaurant named, I'm not going to say, um, on Saturday. I'm not going to say the name because it wasn't the best experience. It wasn't the worst. The food was great and everything, but just the the host and uh, getting seated was a, a weird experience. If you want to know more about that, you can just visit my Yelp page. Just look at my Yelp page if you really care that much to know the story about what happened. I just thought uh, the communication between the restaurant and my family was not up to par. Uh, so we started the experience off on a bitter note. But anyway, yeah, you want to see that, go to my Yelp page and read that. Um, it's pretty easy to find my Yelp page. It's just under my name. It's under my name. Um, so, yeah, so... Um, I'd like a do-over on the vacation is what I'm basically saying. Um, I think I would have had more fun had I not been sick, obviously. Um, would have been a little more outgoing, a little more adventurous and some of the stuff that I did over the course of the weekend. But regardless, still nice <laughs> to spend time with the family after all this time of not spending time with the family. And it sounds like my mom is planning on going on another trip before too long so maybe i'll join her for that wherever it may be maybe it'll be just something small like reno uh, she does like to gamble can't say i'm not a fan of that either so we do like the slot machines so maybe we'll go to reno sometime maybe <clears throat> catch a reno aces game again i wouldn't mind doing that 
So we'll see what happens there. Uh, she gets the hookups a lot from Peppermill, so she really likes going there. So maybe the next time she gets a free night at Peppermill, we might head that way. We'll see. Anyway, um, so, yeah, that's what uh, the last weeks look like. And then uh, this week I've been back in the office at my day job for the first time since the shutdown. Um, we're going to do some kind of hybrid in the office and at home work for now. So Tuesdays through Thursdays are going to be in the office and Mondays and Fridays are going to be at home, which I think is a nice schedule because then you don't have to worry about going in like every other day. It doesn't really mess up with your sleep schedule as much. And I don't know, you don't have to dread Mondays as much because you can stay home. And on Fridays, if you want to get away weekend, you can just stop working and leave. You don't have to come home first or anything like that. So that's kind of nice. Um, so going back to the office was weird, man. That was like uh, returning from uh, summer vacation, going back for the first day of school, like going in the office after not being there for over a year. Uh, that was strange. Um, I do appreciate being in the office to work as opposed to being at home. I think uh, it's easier for someone still relatively new to this line of work that I'm doing um, I uh, appreciate being able to just you know ask somebody in the office get an answer rather quickly as opposed to waiting for an email or calling someone from home or you know training over a zoom um, is a lot more difficult than seeing it firsthand in person to me so I do appreciate that. I do appreciate the workspace at work. I appreciate uh, having the air conditioning in the office and not having to use the air conditioning at my own apartment. So that's nice. You save a little that way. So I I, uh, I do appreciate. There's, there's certain parts of each that I appreciate. At home, you're able to do some chores around the house whilst working. So you don't have to worry about doing them later when you get home from work. So the mix, I think, is nice. Uh, I don't know how long the hybrid schedule is going to last. We'll see. But so far, so good. Uh, so that's happening this week. Uh, this weekend, uh, baseball fans or Bay Area baseball fans um, is the Battle of the Bay Series, the Oakland A's versus the San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> Just kidding. The Oakland A's. For, I don't know why I said that. The Oakland A's versus San Francisco Giants. Um, last night, uh, the Giants took game one of the series. Uh, they are in uh, San Francisco this weekend, uh, 25th through the 27th. And then they'll be going, be playing three more games in Oakland the weekend of August 20th through the 22nd. Uh, I'll be at the August 22nd game uh, for the finale. But uh, so anyway, yeah, this weekend, last night, Johnny Cueto faced off against uh, Sean Manaya of the Oakland A's, and um, Cueto got the better of the A's. Unfortunately, the Giants won two to nothing. The Giants have had a really good season. I can't explain why, but they have. Um, it doesn't seem like they should be winning this much, yet they are. It's almost like past A's seasons where. No one can explain why the A's are doing so good, but now the Giants are doing that. Like, they didn't even have Buster Posey and Evan Longoria and Brandon Belt in the lineup last night. And they still won. Uh, when Sean Manaya has two of your team's six hits, 
that says something. Shamaniah the A's hit a double and also got an infield single. So he went two for two. He's batting a thousand this year. So that was about the only bright spot for the A's last night in game one of the series. So tonight I'm going to be going to a friend's house um, in Grass Valley. Um, he's a Giants fan. We're going to watch the game together. Hopefully I can hex him and the Giants and the A's can get a W tonight for game number two. Frankie Montas pitching for the A's. Uh, very shaky. He'll have one bad inning every outing, it seems. So hopefully he can avoid the crooked number, um, as they call it. Uh, crooked number is any number higher than one. Hope one run an inning. Hopefully he can avoid uh, that tonight against the Giants. Uh, Alex Wood starting for the San Francisco Giants. Um, A's typically farewell off lefties, so hopefully that is the case. The huge blow for the A's right now is that Mark Canna is injured uh, with a left, left hip strain. Fortunately, the MRI revealed that he won't need uh, anything surgical done, so that's nice. Um, so hopefully it'll only be a 10-day stint on the injured list. But it sucks that he's gone this series because he historically does well against the Giants, especially in San Francisco. So the A's are missing Mark Canna this weekend for sure. Um, but this should still be a good series. Hopefully the A's do better tonight, score some runs, and uh, get a W, like I said. Um, anyway, uh, yeah. Uh, what else? Oh, so uh, the, the, the last episode I talked about the sticky substances and all that. And uh, so now they're um, doing random checks at games where they're checking the pitchers um, under the hat and on the belt and in the glove to see if they have any sick, sticky substance. They usually check the pitchers as they're leaving the field. And uh, I don't know. It's just weird that they've implemented this halfway through the season. It's also weird that uh, they think that... Uh, the only places to hide sticky stuff are those three areas of the uniform. Who's to say a position player doesn't have some sticky stuff on his glove? Like a pitcher could talk, toss it to that guy, and then the the third baseman or whoever could toss it back to the pitcher, and no one will know, right? So you can't you didn't check everybody on the field. Um, there was an incident where Max, Max Scherzer of the Nationals got checked a couple times between innings, and then... They were playing the Phillies, and then he was rubbing his hair a few times in between pitches, and Joe Girardi was alarmed, the manager of the Phillies, and he called the umpires to check Scherzer again in between an inning, in the middle of an inning, and Scherzer was upset. He was like, what's going on? He was laughing about it, took off his hat, had a freaking umpire rub his hands in his hair, which was really creepy, and then um, you know, they were like, okay, he's clean, whatever. Anyway, Scherzer gets out of the inning, stares down <laughs> Girardi in the other dugout as he leaves. And then one of the coaches for the uh, Nationals was yelling at Girardi. And then Girardi came out of the dugout and was like, oh, come on. Come on out, man. Let's talk or whatever. I don't know. And uh, the umpire ended up ejecting Girardi. So that was kind of funny, I think. I think that should always be the case. Like, if you're a manager and you stop the game to have someone checked and it turns out that they don't have anything illegal on them, 
then the manager that called called him out should get ejected. I think that should be a rule anyway. It's like delay a game. It's like, okay, you're wrong. You're out of here. Like I, I like that. I think that should be a thing going forward. Um, but uh, do I think some pitchers have stopped using substances since um, since the umpires have started these random checks? Yeah, probably. Um, they have said some of the spin rates of these pitchers, like Scherzer and uh, Bauer, Trevor Bauer, some of these guys that were known for having high spin rates, their spin rates recently haven't been as high, and it's because they think they've stopped using the stuff they were before. But we won't know, obviously, for sure, but it's it's safe to say that some of them have. Um, anyway, um, apparently sunscreen mixed with rosin is no longer allowed. Apparently that was the number one complaint among pitch pitchers because they did that a lot. Um I don't know how much more effective that is than just the rosin bag. Pedro Martinez on MLB Network seemed to say that uh, just the rosin bag alone is enough. You just have to rub it against your fingers a little bit to make it more sticky. And uh, that seemed to work for him when he played. And, you know, Pedro's a Hall of Famer. I think he'd probably know. Whereas uh, Tyler Glasnow in the Rays says he got injured because he had to pitch differently without the sunscreen and rosin. And even though he pitched a great game, it put more wear on his arm, and now he's uh, probably out for the season with the, I think it was a UCL tear or something like that. So that sucks. Uh, sorry, took a sip of a drink there, needed a break, didn't feel like pausing the show. Sorry, you got some empty air there. Um, it wasn't very long. Deal with it. Um... So, yeah, that's the, the update on the sticky substance. The, you can't blame the umpires because it's not something they want to do, even though some of these players get really frustrated that the umpires are even, like, checking. Uh, but it's not the umpire's idea to check these things in between innings. It's something that's brought upon them in their job description. You know, the, the um, commissioner's office has asked them to do this. So you can't get mad at the umpires for doing it because they're just doing what they're they're being asked of, but it I can see from a pitcher's perspective it does get annoying. Um But anyway, um yesterday's A's Giants game, I didn't see one person get checked. So I don't know if it's like something that's gonna just happen like two days and then not at all one day around the league. That doesn't seem very random if it's actually scheduled. So I I don't get how I don't get the process of checking the pitchers. I don't know. Anyway, um, the other thing to discuss about in baseball is they revealed uh, these horrendous all-star uh, uniforms, jerseys for the all-star game. Now, what they're going to do differently is in the all-star game, they're not wearing their team-specific all-star jerseys anymore, much like the NBA doesn't anymore. Uh, and I always liked always liked it better when they wore their actual team jersey for the All-Star Games in the NBA. And now MLB is going the way of the NBA. And they're just all going to... So all the American League is going to wear the same jersey and all the National League is going to wear the same jersey. And it fucking sucks. The design is terrible. They're playing in Colorado now, but the All-Star Game jersey looks like it's still the Atlanta Braves design because the colors are strikingly much like Atlanta's colors. 
So it looks like crap. Um, if you're playing in Colorado, it doesn't make sense. Um, so, yeah, that's going to suck, you know, watching the All-Star game. I used to, I liked uh, watching, you know, them do the starting lineups and seeing, like, oh, there's three Royals. Oh, there's one Oakland A. Oh, there's four, you know, Tampa Bay Rays. Oh, there's five uh, Baltimore Orioles. <laughs> there's never going to be five Baltimore Orioles. Oh, that's hilarious. Anyway, um, but... I, I like seeing the different teams represented, you know, when they did the starting lineups and stuff like that. And it, it was cool because you could easily tell what team was what. And now they're all going to be wearing the same jerseys and they're not going to be as nearly uh, evident. I mean, granted, I'm a big baseball fan, so I know what team everybody's from. But uh, for the casual fan, it, I, I think it's much nicer to have your own team jersey on. Uh, represent your city you know your town and uh, i i prefer it and uh i don't know i i don't i i don't i guess wearing the same jersey all across saves money uh, that's the only thing i could think of because mlb needs to save that money they're so short on fucking money yeah whatever um all right guys um that's gonna conclude this episode of Jokestrap, that's pretty much all I got right now. Um, we do have the NHL Stanley Cup Finals coming up. Um, the Tampa Bay Lightning will be playing the Montreal Canadiens. Game 1, June 28th on NBC Sports Network. Um, I am going to be rooting for Montreal this year. Tampa Bay won last year, so they don't need a win again. Uh, go Montreal Canadiens. Go ahead. Win it all. And let's return back to a normal season next year. NBA has announced that they're going to be on their regular schedule uh, next season. So they'll be starting again in October. So that's cool. Um, oh, uh, something I haven't talked about yet. Uh, Naomi Osaka, the tennis player, uh, recently uh, the French Open occurred. And uh, she announced on social media prior to the French Open that she wasn't going to be doing any media after the matches uh, because of her own mental health. Um, she's also an introvert. Uh, she didn't want to deal with this, the, you know, the, the, uh, the feelings that she might say something wrong. You know, the talking in media isn't the most comfortable thing for her. So she said after the tournament's completely over, she'd be fine with it. But after each match, she didn't want to deal with the pressure of talking in the media. I don't care if she does or not. Anyway, she got fined $15,000 after her first uh, match in the French Open, and which she won for not talking to the media. Uh, she donated the $15,000 to a charity, but then decided to withdraw from the tournament because even though she expected to get fined, one, she didn't expect it would be that much, and uh, two, she just realized it was a distraction, so she felt it would be better if she just withdrew from the tournament. So she withdrew from the tournament. Um, it's, a, it's a negative uh, impact on the French Open in tennis, I think. Um, while uh, talking to the media does, uh, in the past, would help promote your, your game and promote tennis to the world, uh, now with all these other avenues of interacting with fans via Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever, uh, you don't really need to talk to the physical media 
anymore as much as you used to to promote yourself. Um, and uh, Natomi has a pretty good social media um, uh, presence. So, um, but so I don't know if uh, sports should continue to uh, require uh, players to speak to the media. I think it's something that maybe should be required of like a manager or something or, uh, you know, a coach or something. But the specific players, you don't really need to. Um, I mean, that that would work for me. If a player didn't want to talk to the media, then I'm more than fine with it. I know Marshawn Lynch didn't like talking to the media when he played football. One time he showed up, didn't answer any questions, and he just said, I'm just here so I don't get fined. And he didn't answer any questions. So I, I, I can see it. And uh, someone that's not very social myself, I... I completely understand it uh anyway she's already withdrawn from Wimbledon uh so she won't be playing in Wimbledon either she's taking some time off for herself so hopefully uh Natomi's back playing tennis soon because she is a she is one of the superstars of the game and a good uh, I think a good role model for for young athletes women who want to play tennis so um hopefully she gets back out there soon all right guys and uh That'll be it for the episode of Jokestrap this time. And, uh, again, as always, if you have any questions, anything you want to discuss, the All-Star Game jerseys or the sticky stuff or all that, uh, you could call into the the number there, one or sorry, 916-737-7237. Uh, leave a message, and if it's good enough, it'll appear on a future episode of Jokestrap. Thank you all very much. Until next time. See ya.